My name is Angie Alstrom, owner of Angie Alstrom Life Coaching, and this is Creating Happy, a podcast for women of faith to remember who they are and what they are capable of, even with depression. All are welcome here to learn amazingly effective strategies for building the life you have always wanted, regardless of your circumstances. Hello, all my quarantine friends. Um, like I think all of you probably, um, my kids are home. So I'm guessing your guys' are too. We all get to be home together. So you are going to hear a lot of background noise. I am in a room by myself with the door closed, but my kids are really good at being heard. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but today's topic is how to homeschool, which is something that a lot of us are trying to navigate as new territory, right? Um, it may be presenting a lot of obstacles for you. Like, I don't know how to teach. I've never done this before. I don't know what the curriculum's like. I don't know how to actually teach that curriculum, even if I do have it. Um, that could be technical problems. Like, I don't know how to use this computer program. I don't know how to log in. I don't know how to get into meetings with the teachers. Um, maybe it's just that you, you know how to do it, but your kids aren't listening or they refuse to do the work. Um, maybe you have this whole schedule planned out for them and they are not complying and it drives you crazy, right? I know that it drives me crazy when my kids don't stick to the schedules I make for them. <laughs> um, and of course, it, it can also bleed into other parts of our lives. Like, I can't, I can't do my job. I can't work from home if I also have to be teaching them. How can I make money if I don't go to work? Um, and then it, all the stress that comes on with that, that thought about worrying like worrying about your family and their well-being um it may just be your mental health like i don't get any time to myself and when i don't have time to myself i kind of go a little bit crazy and maybe i want to flip out on my kids when they don't clean up that room when i ask them to or exercise when i ask them to or do their math homework when i ask them to there's a lot of things that go into this so i want to help you to kind of pinpoint exactly how you want to homeschool so that it becomes a more pleasant experience for you. And it, when it becomes a more pleasant experience for you, it will naturally become a more pleasant experience for your kids. Okay. So I just gave you um, a bunch of examples of what many of you might be thinking um, with the difficulties and challenges that come up with homeschooling as something that you haven't done before. What I want you to do is identify exactly what you're thinking about this situation. Because we have a circumstance that we can't change. Our kids are not in school because of the COVID-19 virus, and we have been asked to teach them at home. And when we think about that circumstance, so many thoughts happen, right? I want you to sit down and write down what it is you're thinking about this circumstance. All the good, all the bad, and just get it out there. Then I want you to question every 
thought. So if one of your thoughts is something like they're not stay, I, I want them to stick to a schedule and they're not sticking to it. I want you to kind of think like, why do I want them to stick to a schedule? Why is this so important to me? What is really the end goal here? You may have a thought like, I want them to sit still and they don't sit still. Why is that important? Is it possible to teach without them sitting still? Is there another way to teach that would be, make it so that they didn't have to sit there? I mean, what are the possibilities? Okay. And, and why do we want them to sit still? What is the end goal? It's the end goal that they learn a certain skill within that day is the goal that they spend so many hours doing the work. Um, really, the end goal is what we need to be looking at, right? Because if you don't know why you're there at the computer doing this online homework, teaching them how to or, or teaching yourself how to homeschool so that you can teach them all these skills. If you don't know what it is that you're trying to accomplish, how are you supposed to get there? So now that you've gotten all your thoughts written down and you're kind of questioning them a little bit, let's really focus on the end goal. What do you want to have accomplished by the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the month, um, or by the time you get back to school? Sorry, by the time they get back to school. Now, what you're going to want to do when I ask you this is to say, okay, well, I want my child to have learned X, X Y, and Z, or ha to have finished X, Y, and Z, but um, may come to a sh as a shock to you, but you cannot control your children or make their choices for them. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. You get to hear my son just yelling at everyone. <laughs> I've been trying to control that for years. It's not working. <laughs> so I want you to think about what you want your, re your result to be. You personally, not what you want them to have learned, but what you want to have taught, how you want to have experienced this time with them, how you want to show up and present yourself as teacher mom or teacher dad. So maybe you want to have your result be that you presented X amount of uh, uh, assignments or topics to them that you put in X amount of time to teach them. Maybe you want your result to be that you feel good about how you presented the, the work, regardless of how they did or did not accept the work, do the work. <laughs> um, but just be really specific. Like, I want to have spent this much time doing this and then ask yourself why, why is that so important that you 
do that? Is it because you think that that's the right amount of time to help them understand it? Or because that's the amount of time you think you can put in before you lose your mind? <laughs> um, just so ask yourself why, and then decide if you like that reason. So if you have a reason like the school sent me an email that they have to put in four hours of schoolwork each day and I want to follow what they said and that's a good reason for me, then that's awesome. If you like that reason, go for it. But if you're like, I want to put in four hours because that's what they um because that's what they said to do, but we get all this work done in two hours and I have them read for a half an hour, so I don't see why I have to do the full four hours. <clears throat> if you don't really like that reasoning, do you want to force yourself and force your kids to do something that is not going to be beneficial to you? Yes or no? And why? Really, why? Because can you present the information in two hours and have them understand it? Because isn't the goal to have them make progress maybe, or for you to at least put in the amount of time to give them the opportunity to make progress. So then Maybe it's like, hey, we put in two hours of work, they made progress, or I gave them the opportunity to do the work and make progress, and they're done and I'm done, and I really like my reason for stopping now. Maybe I'll just have them read a book. Maybe we'll go on a walk instead, because that's what's good for me, and that's what's good for my kids, and I really like my reason. Okay, so you have your... Um, goals. You know why you want to accomplish that goal. You like your reasons for it. Now you need to brainstorm how to get there. Okay, so we've been told a lot of things, right? There's so many opinions. Um, first of all, the teachers send us information on what they should or should not be doing, how they should be spending their time, what our schedule should be at home. We also have all the suggestions online, like here's a basic schedule or here's a very specific schedule for your child to follow to make sure that they get in all of the important learning, all of the important exercise. Um, <laughs> We have uh, other opinions online like you should just be teaching them home basics like how to make a meal, how to bake a cake, how to do the laundry, how to cut wood, right? Everybody's got their own opinion. So who's right and who's wrong? That's not the point of a brainstorm. The point of a brainstorm is to come up with all the possible ways to reach your desired result the end goal. Okay. So if your goal is to teach, um, X amount of math, like up to a certain level, how many different ways are there to reach that goal? Do we have to just sit down and crunch numbers all the way, all day? Do we have to, um, have all interactive learning? Like, moving, uh, like using manipulatives is what 
teachers call it, I guess, like where you use like marbles or blocks or something like that to help you visually and physically learn. Do you have to have a combination of things? Do you have to be quiet the whole time? What are all the things that can be considered? Because there are an infinite number of ways to teach your kids. So look at as many as you want to. Just write a bunch down. And don't judge them at this point. You never judge during a brainstorm. It's just these are possibilities. We don't have to like or dislike them right now. We are just going to write them down. This is a possibility that we could do it this way. And then you get to pick how you want to do it. Okay? So, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry about that. But um, let me give you an example to kind of illustrate what I mean, okay? Let's say you have an idea in your head about the perfect school schedule and method of teaching, okay? You have to start at 8 o'clock because that's when the other, when regular school starts. And you have to do a morning meeting and then you have to teach each subject of half hour to an hour each. Um, you have to give them different ways to learn it. You have to give them PE time. Oh, that's my toddler. And <laughs> if you can't accomplish that, then you are not a good teacher and your children are not going to learn and this time home is going to be awful. So now we've got the expectation of perfection and we've got stress and we've got the fact that we've never done this before and we've got <laughs> all these expectations for ourselves right that we're worried we cannot meet that doesn't feel good i'm sure and when you're feeling this way what are the things you do? How do you show up for your kids during this time where you're supposed to be teaching them? Are you forgetful? Are you a little bit sloppy maybe in your teaching? Are you stumbling over your words like that? Um, are you being too strict? Like you will sit down, you will listen to me. No, you cannot get a drink uh, because this is what I have scheduled for right now. You can have a drink in 10 minutes. Uh, right, what are you doing? Um, if you're doing things like that, because a negative feeling is generally going to create a negative action, right? You are going to generate negative results as well. So you're not having a good time. The kids aren't having a good time. Nobody's learning because we're too worried about what is going on in mom's head. And is she going to freak out at us? <laughs> okay, that's probably not the result you want. But if we first decide what the result is that we want, we want to have taught two units of math today, for example. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up and just re recap that one, okay? So so um, I've talked about the model before, uh, but basically what it is is that circumstances generate or trigger thoughts. Thoughts create feelings, feelings create actions, and actions create our results, okay? So in this scenario, it would be the circumstances that uh, we are all home and we have been asked to homeschool. And you have a thought like, I have to do it this way, like whatever this way is. 
this idea that you have in your mind of the I, the perfect way to teach. <laughs> and then it generates the feeling of stress. And then you're forgetful, sloppy, too strict, whatever your actions are that create that negative result for you that people are not learning. They are not having fun. You are not enjoying your family because you're too stressed out to enjoy your family. <laughs> but when we really think about what we want our result to be, so, like I said, for this day, let's say we want to have taught two units of math from their math book. Then we can think about what are the actions we have to take in order to create that result. So, look at your, your brainstorming that you did before. Before we thought that we have to follow a certain schedule, we have, but maybe that's not true. Are, is everybody running that schedule? Is that the only schedule that's possible? Maybe your schedule doesn't have to be as strict. I mean, children do thrive on a certain amount of routine, but do we have to do it a certain way or can we, is there another way to do it? Maybe you thought that you had to sit with them the whole time at the table to make sure that they actually did their work, but is that true? Is it possible that they could get their work done without you there? Is it possible that um, them, if they don't do their homework, is that a bad thing? Because, I mean, of, uh, you're going to say yes. You're going to say yes, of course that's a bad thing. We want them to do their homework. But maybe what they need is to not do their work and to get a consequence to learn from that action and you sticking right by them the whole time maybe is not giving them that opportunity is that possible right kind of maybe a little crazy to think about but it's possible right so what are the ways that we can, you can get that result of two units of math taught. And how do you want to do it? You just, you get to pick. You get to pick exactly how you want to do things. You don't have to follow anything that anyone says online or um, just friends giving advice or you don't even necessarily have to do exactly what the teachers say. Right? Even if they're not turning in their homework, maybe they needed that consequence more than they needed the homework. Because we all have this life experience, right? And then what feeling are you going to need in order to generate that type of action, to motivate that type of action? And what thoughts can we think to help us create that feeling? So one of my favorite thoughts is that I don't have to do anything. Some, I mean, people argue and say like, no, we have to get the homework done or we have to feed our kids or we, <laughs> whatever the have to is, right? But um, you don't have to. I mean, there's so many people who do not do all the things that you think have to be done, but there's going to be consequences to every action, every choice that's made. So if you choose to feed your kids, the consequence is that they are healthy and taken care of. If you choose not to feed your kids, then 
the consequence is that they are being abused and that they might just be taken away from you, right? So when I'm thinking about homeschooling, I never want to think I have to do it this way because immediately I feel resistance. Okay. I feel resistance. I feel stress. So I really like to think I don't have to do anything, but I am going to choose to teach my child the best way that I can because I value education, because I value their growth, because I love them. This is the choice I am making. And I feel I'm, that feels really empowering to me. And when I'm feeling empowered, I can go ahead and teach my kids the way that I want to teach, when I want to teach them, how I want to teach them, whether that's like quiet sitting down at the table or whether that is up running around I get to do it how I want to do it and they will be taught we're going to get those two units of math in okay so that's really what I want to leave with you guys today is that you get to choose exactly how this is going to go down there doesn't need to be stress you don't have to choose stress. You can choose empowerment. You can choose peace. You can choose joy by choosing how you're going to think about this. What do you want to feel? How do you want to behave? What result do you want to create? You get to choose by choosing your thoughts. And we could think this is horrible that I have to be home with my kids and teaching them and I don't know how to teach them. Or we could think, I'm the perfect one for this job. I know my kids better than anybody. And I can do this exactly the way I want to do this. I don't have to do anything I am choosing to because who better than me? So just to recap, what are your current thoughts? Question all of them. Decide what you want your end goal to be and brainstorm ways to get there. There are so many ways to get there and you get to do it your way. All right. Thanks you guys so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. I wish you all the best of luck in this new territory and I will talk to you next week. Bye.